You're listening to the Her Leadership Coach Podcast for the quietly determined career woman who's looking to step up into her first or next level leadership role. If you're looking to make a bigger, more positive difference in your organization, you've come to the right place. Well, hello, welcome in. It's Rochelle. This week on Her Leadership Coach, we're doing a bit of an expansion on last week's episode. And in case last week's topic slipped your memory already, we talked about how to re-motivate ourselves for work, particularly after a good chunk of time off, which is what I was lucky enough to have over the Christmas break. And getting back into work mode took a little bit of time. So this week, we're going to take what we learned last week about personal motivation and we're going to apply it more widely to our teams. Because as leaders, one of our key roles is to ignite that spark of motivation in those we lead. And that is, yes, whether you are in a leadership role or you are a leader uh, from the inside out. So today we're focusing on three areas that are within our control as leaders, as far as motivating others goes, and that is cultivating a shared purpose, mission, vision within our teams, setting and celebrating team challenges, and then working on a sense of belonging for everybody through recognition and well-being. Now, these strategies aren't just about getting the job done, because I don't think that's the only thing that's important as a leader. Yes, getting the job done is important, but these tactics, strategies are about building stronger, more cohesive teams that are motivated, engaged, and genuinely connected to their work and each other. Uh, And that creates a more happy environment for us all to step into, as well as helping us, yes, get more done. All right, let's jump in, shall we? Uh, First step is looking at a shared vision, mission, and purpose. So just like last week, we talked about finding our why. Now we want to bring that concept into our teams. So if you think about it, when everyone in your team understands and connects with a common goal or a shared why, it creates a really powerful sense of togetherness, of all striving in the same direction, uh, which feels really motivating. It's kind of like being part of a rowing crew, everyone rowing in the same direction, every stroke, every effort contributes to where we are heading to, contributes to the journey that we're on. So how do you as a leader facilitate this? Well, what I like to do is organize a team workshop or what I call a team charter meeting. And this is a chance for everyone to open up uh, to share where they see the team is going to blend them into a collective purpose, mission, and vision. So you want to encourage your team members to express what drives them, what they value in their work, and what they're hoping to achieve, both within their work and as people, right? So first step is crafting your team's purpose. And this is the why behind what you do. 
It's about uncovering the core reason your team exists beyond just completing tasks, ticking boxes off a to-do list or specific projects. So some questions that I like to ask in this space to get people thinking in the right direction is, what is the impact we want to have as a team? What is the difference we are here to make? Uh, You might want to ask what drives us in our work every day? What makes us keep showing up to work? And why are we doing what we're doing? So asking these types of questions helps your team to dig deep and identify the underlying motivation behind their efforts. And you want to make sure it is motivating to everybody, uh, not just one person. Um, And you want it to sort of be a bigger purpose than Um, you know, like I said, just ticking boxes. It might want to involve your customers or stakeholders in some way, uh, or it might be a lofty reason that you turn up for work that, um, you know, keeps you all striving and keeps you turning up on the hard days. So some examples, let's say you've got a small marketing team within a larger corporate environment you might decide that your purpose is to creatively and authentically tell stories that resonate with our audience building lasting connections and trust so that to me is a little bit more motivating than um, you know creating marketing artifacts that's that's not a very motivating purpose for me at least it might be for your team so you know i uh, see how you go um, maybe you're a community service team and your purpose could be we exist to make a tangible difference in our community providing support and resources to improve the lives of our neighbors so hopefully they feel like inspiring purposes for you and that gives you some ideas on how you can pull a purpose together with your team Uh, Then we move on to defining the team's vision. And this is about looking to the future. And it's really the ultimate goal that you and your team are working towards. So it may not be a one-year, two-year goal. Um, You could say, where do we see ourselves in the next three to five years? But the questions I like better than that, what does success look like for us? So how do we know that we have been successful and also what does the world look like when we are done so let's say as a team you have been successful you have completed your job you are no longer needed as a team what might the world look like what might your company look like what might your stakeholders look like Um, so these type of questions encourage the team to think both big picture about things and longer term and they then are looking at this future that they can then create together and some examples for this maybe if you're a sort of learning and development team in a in an environment in a corporate environment and you talk about every employee feels valued and empowered to achieve their highest potential maybe you are a consulting team And your vision is a world where small businesses thrive and shape the economy with innovation and resilience. Uh, I also like making sort of these visions and and, um, purpose and mission a little bit shorter. I don't mind a sort of 
short, sharp idea to come up with. So one of ours uh, was no man is left behind or no person is left behind. Of course, we changed it. (laughs) Um, But that just kind of kept us focused on, you know, we are bringing everybody along for the ride. Um, So, yeah, see if you can make them short and sharp so that they're really easy to remember and help you. Um, And then the last step is your team's mission. So this is really looking about, okay, now we've got a vision and we have a purpose. The mission is how you're going to achieve achieve that, right? So it's kind of the action part of your charter. So you might want to ask, Um, from question perspective what are our specific objectives or how do we plan to reach our vision and fulfill our purpose so this is about setting clear actionable goals that are aligned with your vision and purpose but again you're wanting to make them memorable you're not wanting to have this isn't like a, a task list this isn't all of your goals this is the higher level goals so Uh, An example, if you're maybe a health and well-being team within your organization um, and you might be committed to promoting holistic well-being through personalized care and sustainable health practices, enhancing the quality of life for our employees. Now, that might not fly in your organization. It might fly in your organization. Um, So it's talking about what are we going to do? So we're going to promote holistic well-being. How are we going to do that through Uh, personalized care and sustainable health practices and so that we're enhancing the quality of life for our clients Um, and then I mentioned I like short pithy ones maybe if you're a uh, you know a culinary team maybe if you're in the restaurant business and you're part of the cooking team um, in the kitchen and you're short Mission could be serving joy in every dish. I love that so much. I want that as mine. Um, so, you know, that, that says to me, every dish that we create, every dish that we cook and put on a plate, our mission is to bring our customers joy with that. And that would be in service of a vision and a purpose that go along with that. So, That's the three steps within a team charter. There is more that you can add into a team charter, but those are the hard pieces. You really want to make sure every member of the team is coming along for the ride. So um, ensure that every voice is heard, however you need to do that. So making sure that introverts have time to think, um, extroverts have time to voice it and then think and maybe change their mind. Um, So make sure you're structuring it like that because you want to ensure... Um, buy-in from the team for these roles and you also want to leverage the diverse perspectives within your team and so you want to make sure that everybody gets a chance to contribute um, from them in a safe environment so they don't feel like they're going to be um, ignored or embarrassed. So you want to make sure you're facilitating with real openness um, and encourage every member to contribute. And you may even want to get a third party to help facilitate so that you can then participate as part of the team, because this needs to be part of um, your vision, mission, purpose as well. You need to be aligned with this as well. Uh, Okay, moving on to our second strategy for motivating our teams. And this is about setting and celebrating team challenges. So as we discussed last week, personal challenges 
can help keep us individually motivated. And team challenges can spark that same enthusiasm collectively. So it's about setting goals that get the team moving, right? So goals that are exciting, they are meaningful, perhaps they align with values that brings extra uh, motivation to it. So they align with the team's values. And yes, they are a bit challenging. If they're too easy, it's not motivating because it's over before it's begun. So the trick here is to find that sweet balance, right? Goals that are ambitious enough to be stimulating and motivating and also achievable. So you want the team to feel stretched yet still capable, not the idea is not to demotivate them because they can't achieve it. So have a think about what can the team accomplish together? And it might be hitting a new sales target. Um, It might be implementing a new project and maybe you challenge the team to do it ahead of time. Um, Or it might even be about, you know, making the team more productive. So what are some, you know, you might set a challenge of um, getting a task from a week long to four and a half days long. Um, So having a look at what what is there that we can do that is both ambitious and achievable. Now, As with the team charter, your role as a leader is to guide this process. So um, you don't want to think of the challenge yourself and simply dictate others to follow it. That could be um, a disaster. So you want to facilitate a brainstorming session where everyone contributes ideas. Again, not only ensures buy-in, but uses the diverse strengths and perspectives of your team. So you're going to come up with a more motivating challenge. Once you've set these challenges, then you or and or the team together break them down into clear, manageable steps and milestones along the way so that everyone knows what's expected and you can track your progress. Um, You want to see that you are moving towards it. Uh, And of course, the part that I like is celebrating your victories along the way. So recognizing both the small wins And the big achievements is vital to use this as a motivator. You want to boost everyone's morale um, and it reinforces the value of everyone's contribution. So it could be as simple as a shout out in a team meeting. You might want to go out for a team lunch or even public recognition in the company where that is an option. The key is to make sure that every member feels appreciated and really uh, an integral part to the team's success. Now, remember the energy you bring as a leader to these celebrations matters. So your enthusiasm is contagious here. It tells your team that their efforts are noticed and valued. And when people feel valued, they're more likely to stay motivated and invested in their work. And now, final key strategy for today is encouraging a sense of belonging in our teams. Now, there's many ways that we can do that. Uh, Today, I'm going to talk about doing this through recognition and prioritizing well-being. And the reason this is crucial is because when team members feel that they truly belong and are valued, their motivation and engagement levels just skyrocket. So... 
recognition. We touched on this with the celebrations. It's about acknowledging and appreciating the contributions of each and every team member. So it's not just an occasional good job email, although I do think they are they are good. As long as you mean it, it's good to send the occasional good job email. Um, but you want to create a culture where recognition is a regular, authentic part of team interactions. So this isn't just about you. This is about the team getting into the groove of recognizing each other's contributions Um, now again it could be through public praise and meetings so you might decide that you have a standing agenda item it could be through personalized thank you notes I know one manager has a um, a stack of little thank you cards that you that anyone in the team can grab fill in and leave on someone's desk I love that Um, You could even have a team recognition board where everyone can post shout outs to each other. So that could be an electronic board like Miro or a board in the office if you are all going in on a regular basis. So remembering that recognition not only boosts the morale of the person receiving it, and I've talked about this before, but it also sends a powerful message to the whole team that effort and success are noticed and valued here and it boosts the morale and um, good feelings of the person doing the recognizing. Now there is one caveat here with this one uh, and this goes with any time we do some recognition or celebrating achievements. I want you to spend some time with your team beforehand to find out how they like to be celebrated. Now, I know for some people in teams that I've had, the thought of public recognition is absolutely terrifying. And it is the last thing that they would feel happy about. The last thing that they would that would motivate them to do some good things again. So tailor your recognition channels so each person feels not just recognized, but actually happy about it. Because that's the whole point, right? Um, Now, recognition is fantastic. I also strongly advocate for prioritizing the well-being of our team members. In today's incredibly fast-paced environment where there is a lot of uncertainty, um, where clarity is not as big as it used to be, stress and burnout are real threats that can significantly dampen motivation Um, and really pull a team down to its knees. So as leaders, it is our responsibility to create an environment where well-being is a priority. Um, It's a good start to encourage your team not to burn the midnight oil, um, to make sure that they're taking those well-deserved coffee breaks or that they eat lunch away from their desk and maybe, you know, have a chat with fellow Uh, with colleagues or people on the same journey as them or even you know great chance to network across the division however well-being goes far deeper than the number of hours that we're working in fact some people can work really long hours and because they're super motivated about what they're doing it lessens the stress and lessens the burnout That is up to them, though. Do not encourage that. Um, They can do that. They are adults. But 
uh, make sure that they are taking breaks in between times. So not just about hours. Gallup tells us that the big culprits of burnout include unfair treatment, an unmanageable workload, lack of role clarity, and a lack of communication and support from their manager. So I'm going to repeat those because these are really important and I don't think people really click into how much these affect people's stress levels and the potential of them to burn out. So unfair treatment, an unmanageable workload, lack of role clarity, and a lack of communication and support from your manager. So really dialing into well-being means creating a fair playground for everyone. So you want to look at balancing workloads so no one's sinking while others are just floating along, right? It's not going to be balanced every day. That is not possible. But you want to aim for it to be balanced out over a week or a month so that the team can look across and go, yeah, I'm pulling my weight and everyone else is pulling theirs. Now, you also want to be crystal clear with your communication. So everyone in the team needs to know what their role involves, what are their short-term goals, what are their long-term objectives. You might need to help the team with prioritizing uh, and at the same time, if that's something that you need to do, help them learn how to prioritize for themselves. Um, You also want to let them know if they're not clear about their role at any stage, you're always available for a chat. You want to make sure that you stay open and approachable for your team. Uh, While you're at it, you want to be available to chat about more than role clarity. So you want to be there with regular check-ins about how they're doing both at work and personally, because, you know, we bring our whole selves to work. You want to be supportive, offer help when needed, and be willing to listen and adjust workloads or roles if necessary. Sometimes our personal life just overflows into work life. And for that brief amount of time, maybe we need to be doing a little bit less because we don't have the focus or the energy or whatever it is. And look, I know sometimes you might be worried that people will take advantage of you if you listen to what is happening in their personal life and adjust their workloads or roles if you know, if that's the path that you can take. But if we've got all of the stuff we've been talking about so far, right, so if we've got the motivation right, if they know the role clarity is right, if the level of care you have been taking with your team is right, then there's a really small chance that people are going to make things up just to get out of work because they are excited to be there. So again, check in, listen to how they're doing, make sure their mental health is okay, make sure their personal life is okay, and adjust if necessary for the amount of time it takes for them to come back to where they were, which will happen mostly, um, and their motivation will get right back on track. And you will build trust and loyalty with your team like nothing else if you're able to do that. Okay, that's it for this week. Thanks for joining me. If you're looking for more motivation for the team or strategies to help you have more impact, influence and income, consider having a chat with me about coaching. 
we can find out whether this is the right method for you right now to help you achieve your goals. You'll find the link to my calendar to book in a call in the show notes. Until next week, continue to lead the way her way.